With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. That's right, big voice guy. My name better be in there somewhere. That's it. You're on notice. Yeah. Down. LeVar Arrington, my guy. What's up? How you been, buddy? It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? We're going to make it work. Well, that's the bottom line. The crazy twists and turns 
of our calendars and the technological advances, sometimes, you know, you get a gremlin in the system, and away you go, and, and you, you make a dance as best you can, succeed and proceed, as John Calipari would say it, and probably behind the scenes, some not safe for work kind of verbiage mm. used to thrust you into a practice or into a big fourth quarter or second half, wow. as it were, for college buckets. What do you think? That was a whole lot. Now yeah, I'm, I'm all just in getting there with you. Up, I see. It's like nothing ever happened. We say we were apart for a minute, but it, we're picking up right where we left off. Well, that's it. Kindred spirits. There you uh, go. We both attack. Uh, I always say I attack with the tenacity of a nose tackle, Okay. Uh, given my fire plug-like status. And we all have seen the videotapes of what you've been able to do uh, to take a you know, mountain – Mountainous men down uh, oh, and many quarterbacks uh, crumbling in your path. Oh, but geez. now you do it with your words. Now you do it with your logic. I make we'll them crumble with my words. Well, that's it. And we'll be doing that for four hours tonight. Look, a lot of fun on the table. Uh, we've got the update to the rat rankings, as you've come to love here on Fridays with Jason and me when there's a uh, there's a new update on, on rats and, and what they're doing in our major cities. We've got to get into that. Uh, yeah, that's a positive hmm. story in these day, this day and age, LeVar. But, okay. yeah, I mean, we got college football. Uh, the guy with nine lives, we'll get into him uh, in a moment. But, you know, we start with the NBA, and everybody's descending upon the bubble at Walt Disney World. Yep. And you have the two schools of thought. It's the first guy is, I'm going to go on social media, I'm going to trash everything that they do and everything they've given us and everything that's set up. And then you got a guy like John Morant coming into the league going, wasn't born with a silver spoon, I just want to work. Sure. Room's fine, food's fine, whatever else. J.R. Smith actually, oh, man, they're mad at me. I'm gone. I got a text, so I'm exposing too much blank. Uh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> and told him to, uh, hey, can you stop? I promise it'll get better. Uh, and, and that's been the general tone of this is it's going to take a couple of days. Everybody will assemble. And then the box lunches and plastic silverware might give way to other meals. But I got to imagine it, it's a pretty nerve-wracking experiment uh, as you're told. All right, pack your bags and uh, decide how much you're going you're gonna to bring with you going into the bubble, right? Are you there for eight games or are you setting up for a three-month stay? Right. And psychologically, gearing up for this as much as you may have been nervous or maybe you were just looking forward to it because you've been cooped up with the same people behind the walls for four months, I, there's still got to be an element of, all right, now it's real. It's no longer a theoretical process. Absolutely, man. I'll I tell you what. It, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of figuring out with, with everything that's going on. Like you said, some people are, are coming with different different mindsets, at Mike, and it's just going to be interesting for me. I think that some of the biggest moments of, of entertainment as it applies to the bubble is, as we mentioned before they even went in, is how are they going to navigate being in the bubble? And and what is that going to represent to uh, the players individually? What is that going to represent to to the 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 teams that they're on? Uh, what is it going to represent for the entirety of what this rest of the season playoffs looks like? So you're going to have people that don't like the food. You're going to have people who don't like the 
uh, the accommodations. You're going to have people that aren't going to like being so secluded. There are going to be so many different feelings surrounding being in this bubble that we've already really kind of hashed over and, and said, listen, these are a lot of the elements that are going to play a major role in, in the emotional mind state, the mental mind state, and ultimately the physical follows and, and falls in line with those two elements. So we're going to find out a lot about the mental focus the mental toughness. Listen, we're already finding out about mental focus and mental toughness from the commissioner on. We're going to find out who is committed to this, executing this, and who isn't, who's committed to executing their jobs and who aren't. And I think that that's, you know, one of the things that you got to take into consideration in any type of, of sport of competition, Mike, is that there are always going to be factors that are less than what you would like for them to be, less than ideal types of, uh, of, of you know conditions. So what are you going to do with it? Are you going to cry about it? Are you going to say, I don't care about it? What is your approach going to be? I'm going to be a champ no matter what, no matter the odds. I'm going to overcome this. I almost feel like where I'm at right now, I, I looked at it as winning a championship is an asterisk year for, for everything that's taking place. But the more I think about the difficulties of what you have to overcome to actually win the championship this season, I'm starting to realize that maybe the true champion – and these people is going to show and it's going to come out. We're going to see who the true champions are, and they're going to be the ones who win the games. I think the guys that aren't dedicated enough or really into it, some of them are going to be the reason that it's costly to to the team to be able to win. Yeah, and I think we're going to see that pretty pretty early on, right? We talk about the 22 teams arriving, 16 move on in the playoffs, your normal form. So six are just there for a cup of coffee to fulfill local TV deals, and they'll just you know raise their hand and leave. We've already seen the Brooklyn Nets. They're signing guys off the street. Uh, if you could hit a jump shot, I you know you you may may get a call before this thing's all said and done. Uh, it is exciting to see Jamal Crawford back in the league. Don't get me wrong, but just the idea of you've got positive tests, guys opting out for other reasons, injuries uh, besetting their their season altogether. That it's all right. You got 21 teams now. You got one that's kind of going through the motions, and if they win a couple of games, it's uh, because others uh, may have found some other activities and found the tunnels leading out of their hotels mm. i'm telling you watch those documentaries people they're out there as to how they change those parks over for parades mm. you can learn a lot of stuff but as we talked about several weeks ago on our sunday show uh as we had to do so lavar with churchy thoughts yep. on a sunday so as not to upset sensibilities we couldn't get uh we Too had to deep lead into people it. to the water mm -hmm. yeah exactly mm -hmm. we get we only got to get you ankle deep mm -hmm. uh, we couldn't just push you in uh as some were able to do later on but i think we led the way and, and got people down that road. But it, it's the beginning of this process. I can't wait to see the documentaries that flow out of it. It's going to be fun. So while we set up for games and everything to commence scrimmages and all that fun stuff, we'll wait for the second bubble to get set up in Chicago with the also-rans. College football making some moves. And I've got to say, we've got a guy who's got nine lives in Clay Helton. Mm-hmm. 
right? I mean, you look at the way the schedule was set up and all the expectations of getting whooped by Alabama. Well, it's not going to happen. Why? Because the Pac-12 announced earlier today they're going to follow the legends and the leaders of the Big Ten. Like the way I did that, I turned yeah, the, I saw the uh, divisions back there. Yep. Uh, yeah, And they led the way. They said, hey, you know what? We're going to go to conference only. And Pac-12, as many have surmised, and, and we have You've as well. you got a chance. <laughs> we're just going to follow in. Right? right? We're just going to follow the same. We're not going to come up with a process of our own. Whatever you guys decide to do is, is good. We talked about it last night. The statement from the NCAA might as well have just said, we've got our popcorn out. Good luck. Yeah, but you you know what, though? It's safe that way. You know, as it stands right now, you look at the major conferences like the SEC or the Big Ten, it's safer to follow suit with those types of conferences. And it could work to everybody's advantage to make it to a bowl game and actually make it through the season because it's going to be a constant struggle to be able to navigate having this virus out there. You, you know the, the Ivy Leagues have already canceled. You know some some schools are some some places are canceling based off of what they feel is too much of a risk, uh, too many liabilities, and you can't blame people if you do not like. This is what I feel like is going on right now. You're going to learn right now what schools have enough resources and what schools don't. What leagues and conferences have enough resources and which ones don't. So I fully expect schools that don't have the type of resources to protect their players as much as possible if something were to happen, to keep things from happening, to handle things when they do happen – if you don't have all of those resources and have those those staff members in place ready to go with a proper protocol, forget about don't don't even try it. So that's why I'm sitting here in my mind as a high school football coach at a private school, I'm wondering what's going to take place for us. Because sure. cuz I don't know too many high schools, not modern day, not Don Bosco, not any of these high schools. I don't know that any high school has the the resources. I, I mean, I'm I'm trying to be gentle with this. I know we don't have the resources to be able to battle against COVID. So it's kind of like if I'm the Pac-12, the Big Ten said, let's just jump into conference play. That gives us a little bit more time to let somebody test positive and try to get them healthy, get guys in in into camp and and say, okay, we've gotten everybody healthy. Let's do a great job of keeping guys away from other people during the course of this this time, during the course of the season, and let's see if we can get through this season. And and generally speaking, I I feel like that could be the only way that sports are going to be able to initially carry on. Yeah, and from the college football side of things, and obviously you mentioned a couple of our our great L.A. schools. Uh, Greetings to the folks listening to us on AM570 LA Sports here in Los Angeles. Uh, LeVar Arrington in with me. I'm Mike Arman. Thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. And, of course, nationwide, globally, I know the people of uh, Scandinavia uh, and Icelandic uh, folks are out there. I mean, they listen, LeVar. There's no question about it. Well, they noticed that I watched that Will Ferrell movie probably one too many times okay. uh, that came out on, on Netflix. Uh, but It's awesome. 
Yeah, I loved no, it. it's good. It was good. The singing good movie? Yeah, yeah, the Eurovision. I like exactly. it. It's good fun, you yes. know, with the nice nod to ABBA winning that I think I'll watch it again tonight. As Why don't we fact. do that? Yes. Right now I've got uh, Wolverine killing guys oh, okay, uh, in nice. front of me. You know, All you right. got to get, get revved up. you got to get right. the, the blood pumping. Uh, no nice. pun intended, as I, I saw a splatter of blood uh, come out from that poor guy as oh, he was wow. impaled. Okay. But, yeah, for Yeesh. but for the college side of things, right, you, you get into the, the process of if you do it just conference by conference, you're all playing by the same rules. Yes. Right? So it's not – and as much as I'd like to see some level of leadership from the NCAA, we know what they are at mm. this point, right? Mm. A lot of the, the power has been stripped. It's why the, LeVar, uh, the Zion Williamson story has been a nothing, right? A couple of headlines. Hey, his dad might have gotten 400000 Eh. Everybody kind of shrugs, moves on. <laughs> right. Hey, when's he going to play in that bubble? Uh, let's get back to that, right? It, it's not the same fervor. Uh, given the time and everything, certainly coronavirus and everything plays in. But normally college basketball or football scandals, everybody's sitting at the edge of their seat wondering when the next shoe drops. This one is, okay, whatever. It's how do we get back on the field to play? And if you break it down Conference to conference, you can at least say, all right, you're all under our bylaws, all under our rules, all under our scheduling formula. We don't have to fight with other conference commissioners, look for you know off dates and bye weeks and try to push things together. We have a very con- uh, contained system here, and we can all agree to a certain level of protocols, and we don't have to fight about it. Based on, as you mentioned, resources, right? The difference between Ohio State and insert non-conference opponent number two is going to be immense. So unless Ohio State is picking up a bunch of that cost, there's no way they come to the field anywhere near to the same level of of preparations in dealing with COVID-19. So this way you at least get to a level where we can all agree on, all right, what are your efficiencies, what's your staffing, and how do we best have best practices for our 10, 12, 14 teams, however your conference aligns. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's, it's, It's going to be a gauntlet. Yeah, all those fun be uh, red tapes, you know. Just uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be one of those things, Mike. Where red tape might look like uh, laser laser beam uh, security <laughs> security <laughs> alarm. You've been systems, watching a little right? Ocean's Twelve oh, while you're at it too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Imagine the 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 amount of maneuvering. And the amount of minutia that they're going to have to move through in order to be able to make sure that like things go go off with you know without a hitch. I mean, those might uh, in the annals of sports history, I would imagine that those things that are done, the lengths that these these sports franchises and and Heck, you might have to call colleges sports franchises and the mm-hmm. NCAA a sports franchise because it's 100% them trying to protect not losing the amount. They're already going to lose an extraordinary amount of money, not to mention time to prepare by just going into league play, um, conference play. And then you gotta then you gotta take into consideration what is the product going to look like because of those lack of tune up games, and 
there's just so many elements to taking into consideration. And again, as, as I heard it, and I could be incorrect, so don't quote me on this, people, but it should come out and we should have an idea. No, but I'm under the assumption, based upon some of the privy conversations that I've been able to hear, that if a player, and maybe this is by school, I'm not sure, but if a player tests positive for COVID during the season, they're done. They're done. Right. So, that's that's the other part of it, right? So, <laughs> is... so if 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 a kid tests, if you're starting quarterback, if if Trevor Lawrence tests positive for COVID and their their protocol is that player is done for the season, his 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 final season as as a Clemson Tiger is over, and that could be that could be week one. Like these are the things that will make the stories bigger in historical annals it'll make it bigger to talk about the things that happened before let alone or 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 off the field let alone what was taking place with the performances i think i think the operations will will outshine and outweigh and outmeasure the season itself with the players just trying to figure out exactly how we get through this all the different uh landmines that they have to bounce past and i think you made a lot of people wet themselves Uh-oh. uh by saying that trevor lawrence might not i mean well, just I mean, think just, about even it. just putting it out there as a as a possibility of having operation shutdown by way of contrast we saw jimmy johnson in nascar he was gone a week hey i'm back hmm. So we'll see how this flows, the ebb and flow of a college football season. But you know what? The fact that we're talking about games getting closer and closer, momentum is getting there, LeVar. Yes. And it's good to be here on a Friday night with you at King of the Mammals, where you find him on Instagram, at LeVar Arrington (laughs) on Twitter. You find me over at Swollen Dome. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, why don't we get the Vegas perspective of it here? Todd Furman joins us live from Las Vegas. You hear him on Lock It In. You see him on FS1, like you, LeVar, on yeah. your Speak for Yourself efforts, looking all dapper uh-huh. in your quarantine best. Pretty soon you're going to start showing off what you're grilling on there, and you're going to make that a – you're going to have a spinoff show, oh, uh, LeVar spitting wise Spit. yeah. from, the, from the grill. Okay, there you go. Right, and yeah. I, I could just be your humble assistant. Cooking in a up. suit, Todd. I think that works. Todd, what's going hey, you, on, buddy? LaVar, if you can pull it off, you're a better man than I am. Oh. I mean, I can't be out there in a full suit, whether it's with a vest, whether it's with a tie or a jacket. Right. I mean, my grilling skills essentially boil down to a turkey burger or steak and hoping I don't cook the thing to be well done. I got you. But that sounds pretty good, though, actually. It's still, it's about the effort, Todd. Yeah. There's no doubt, Harm. It's all about putting that uh, tender, loving care in there and then hoping <laughs> you produce an edible product when the dust finally settles. No question. We were just having a little bit of a discussion about the wonderful world of Cam Newton and expectations in New England, what that did for the win total, and personally whether they put up any props for him in terms of performance. You know, they did, and some of the numbers kind of all over the place. I think a lot of the numbers inflated, assuming that Cam is going to come back, be their day one starter, and ultimately maintain his health from game one all the way through week 17. 
But as far as the team impact, you're looking at a win total that was moved from nine to nine and a half at Fox Bet. You're talking about the Patriots, who were slight favorites in the division, who moved to slightly heavier favorites at right around even money against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and I mean, when you look at this particular move, I think it's no risk for the Patriots. And if anything, it gives them a potential trial run with a mobile quarterback if they're going to go all in next offseason, should Deshaun Watson not sign an extension with the Houston Texans. I think Bill would use Cam as an excellent blueprint for the skill set that he could bring in Deshaun. Todd, are there any lines out there for Cam that maybe are of interest that aren't being necessarily discussed as highly as their odds on favorites to win the Super Bowl? You know, LeVar, it's interesting because you do have some yardage numbers that are out there as far as his passing totals and touchdowns, but I think this season, even more so than any in the past, you're going to gravitate towards betting a lot of the marquee players, not just Cam under the total, thinking that, you know, the odds of getting through an entire season, whether it's injury, uh, whether it's not being a day-one starter in Cam's case or dealing with some of the virus potential impact that you could see, you're going to figure that numbers could be a little bit suppressed. Uh, And I think so much of Cam... When you look at his full body of work, I think it's unrealistic to expect him to produce at the level we saw when he won the MVP, but I also think it's modest expectations that he's going to be a heck of a lot better than what we saw over the last year and a half or so when he dealt with a myriad of injuries both to his upper and lower body. Well, as we, we're looking at the NFL trying to get things together and obviously trying to button up some of the p- procedurals and policies, we've seen the NBA players descend upon Walt Disney World and some of the superstars coming under separate cover. Uh, as we've gotten closer to this, have we seen more money start to come in with people maybe a, a little bit more emboldened that this will happen? You know, not so much as far as the futures are concerned, but you have seen some of the individual game numbers begin to move. Uh, you look at the Utah Jazz, a team that will be without one of its top scorers, uh, and Bojan Bogdanovic dealing with that wrist injury that he had surgery on much earlier during the pandemic, and now the ongoing spat between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. You've seen the Oklahoma City Thunder go from a one-and-a-half-point underdog to a one-point favorite in that particular game. Uh, and, of course, some of the biggest injury news pertaining to a team that really wasn't going to make an impact on the Eastern playoff picture, but it will game-to-game, the Washington Wizards, who were down Davis Bertans, their sixth man to begin with, and then Bradley Beal electing to sit this out to deal with a shoulder injury. So you saw their number against the Phoenix Suns move from them being about a four, four and a half point underdog. That number has ballooned out to seven. And when you look at the Wizards, they're over under for wins, guys, in the eight game bubble schedule set at one and a half, and you have to lay a substantial price to go under. So not exactly a rosy outlook for Scott Brooks' team. Hmm. What's what as it applies to what's going on with the NBA right now, what is the most attractive line to jump on and and put your money into from your perspective yeah i think honestly when you look at the way that these eight games are going to play out for teams like the lakers that have a commanding lead in the western conference or maybe even the milwaukee bucks uh, i feel you're going to be able to make money betting against those teams because if the coaches in each situation are smart they're going to try and ease some of their key positional players back you're not going to see lebron james logging 35 to 40 minutes or anthony davis any more than you will Giannis uh, on the other side So I can see scenarios where these teams kind of take it as glorified exhibitions to gradually get their sea legs under them, knowing that they're there to win an NBA championship, not go 8-0 to close out the regular season. So I think those are a couple teams that you're going to look to bet against. A team that I'm intrigued to see how they play is the Portland Trailblazers, Mm. because not only do they get a new lease on life, albeit an uphill battle, chasing a three-and-a-half games in the Western Conference, 
but they're not just guard-oriented at this point with Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum. When you welcome back in Zach Collins on their front line and Yusuf Nurkic, who's been out for an extended period of time, they can look a lot more like the team that got to the Western Conference Finals last year uh, than a team that we saw middling uh, towards the bottom of the Western Conference throughout the early portion of this regular season. Mm. All right, last one for you, Todd, to take you outside of the bubble and the games themselves. Uh, take me into Las Vegas, uh, traffic and and how the casinos are holding up. I know there was an initial surge. Is that continuing? Are we being safe? Uh, how's it look there on the on the grounds? Low occupancy numbers, especially in the middle of the week, about 60 to 65% on the weekend. Uh, and the governor here in Clark County actually announced yesterday that we'd be returning to phase one. So a lot of the bars shutting down and still not quite sure what those lasting ramifications will be on the casinos if you're only able to purchase alcohol in some of the restaurants. And not quite have the same Vegas experience, but as we see not only here, and you guys are dealing with in Southern California and other hot spots across the country, uh, it's, an, it's an ongoing adjustment period, and I think all of us are looking for better times ahead. So if we can all do our part, hopefully we're having this discussion six months from now. We'll be talking about Vegas being the thriving city for nightlife and everything else that it was in January and February this year. Yeah, because I definitely have to come see the Death Star. Stay, stay safe. Uh, we'll hopefully get out there to see you soon. Right, uh, until then, we'll watch on TV, brother. Always a pleasure, gents. Be right. safe uh, and Me enjoy too. the weekend. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So uh, it's been a, uh, a pretty hectic, crazy week across the sporting landscape. Every day it's new information of how are we getting from point A to point B, and point B seems like it was a cross-country tour with a uh, the family roadster out of National Lampoon's vacation at times mm. uh, in terms of the, Very cool. the different rules that need to go into effect, the money that it's helping to inform some of these decisions, and at every Every level, right? We've got a lot of different uh, societal factors and administrative factors that have to come in. For the NFL, it's how do we keep people safe, but how do we keep the money flowing? For the college football world, it's how do we keep people safe? Please let us keep the money flowing because Mm -hmm. we need all these other programs and the towns around us need these programs uh, to survive. And then down, I mean, you're a high school coach. I mean, the messaging week to week, I mean, obviously there's the push of positivity, but the real reality and reality checks that we keep getting about testing and protocols and availability of testing uh, and just the mental resolve of keeping everybody focused on the the task at hand, not just try to put a football season on LeVar, but also just to get back inside a classroom seems like an uphill battle as well. I'm not sure how this is all going to play out, Mike. Um, I was listening to one of the the, the commercials as as we're sitting here mm-hmm. in between breaks, and I don't know if it was Patrick or or Colin that said, "Hey, listen, don't don't be surprised if things don't work out as planned. Don't be surprised if you're caught off guard with." Uh, a result that takes place moving forward. And I think that people just have to prepare themselves for the unexpected and the unknown of what's coming down the pipeline because there's no way to predict. You know, we're sitting here, people are prognosticating what the season is going to look like or what games have to be canceled. One of the main points of that, that promo was saying, listen, 
we thought we had time. There's time for this. There's time for that. It's a fall sport. We don't have time anymore. There is no time. Like, it's July. It's time to start up, you know, to get to the the preliminary parts of what you're going to do and prepare for for a fall sport. And, and like you said, the complications of college are much more, much more uh, – present and prominent because of the whole idea of being a student athlete right very, so very that, much so exactly. that is a very shaky term right now that's that term hangs in the balance because if you don't have people in classes taking school on campus but you have fall sports taking place it opens up a Pandora's box, if you ask me, because you cannot continue to try to justify calling these guys, uh, these athletes, student athletes that are our amateur status. They are there to work. And what are they there to work? The field. They are there to raise money for the community and for the school. So I just think that there's a lot there's a lot to take into consideration. And then obviously when you talk about what the pros are going to do, um, it just seems like everything, a lot of things are hinging from um, if there is going to be a season. And and that's kind of, I think a lot of people, especially within the, the media uh, industries are looking at it. And I think, People don't realize how closely media people are looking at this as much as the players are. You know, we're talking about player contracts and this, that, and the other. I mean, I've I know some some big name guys in media um, that probably are relying and hoping on the fact that there's going to be football seasons. You know, and and so oh, sure, <laughs> right. So when you think about it, the total the total massive uh, implications connected to if college and pro football are going to take place are, I, I mean, it's staggering how how many industries, how many businesses will be impacted if the NFL and the NCAA fails to have a season this year. Yeah, that spidering effect is immense, right? In all of these labor disputes for lack of a better term when we start talking about cbas and and all of that and people get bored or angry about it saying i don't care just get on the field right it's millionaires versus billionaires is what it's always boiled down to and and folks in our business are guilty of it as well at times uh the details are what are hard right we talked uh a bunch earlier of what the past months have meant to this country in terms of trying to have and push through some difficult conversations. Some of it is you just don't want to look below the surface. Some of it is hard truths that you have to face about this, that, the other in your community. Uh, and when it comes to sports, and we talk about CBAs, everybody's, ah, just get over it. 
just take take the money and, and, and just move on. We just want to see you be be entertainers. And it's like, no, there's li- their lives are important, right? They're, they're actual beings and not just commodities on a field. But the larger part is that it informs so many other, as you said, businesses around the campuses if you're at the college level and certainly – some of the different programs that are offered at universities, very important, right? Some of the cancellations of games, and we'll get into the NCAA in a larger way coming up about 10 minutes, but you're talking about millions of dollars that aren't coming in in revenue based on some of the plans going and being ex- enacted by the power schools when it's all said and done, and that trickle-down effect is immense throughout the college towns really and big. and certainly in the NFL. And, and I'm not saying that just as a guy in the media that says, well, I might actually have to resort to some of those top 10 lists that everybody lives and dies by if that kept up. Well, no, that's not true. We still have <laughs> lots of stuff to talk about. But well, you know while, I mean. while we're resorting to that, there's going to be schools that are shutting down. Well, that's that, how that's, big these implications are. But that, but that's the larger thing, right? We were having a long discussion, my daughters and I. They're ones in high school, ones in middle school, and and still trying to figure out the devil of the details in terms of their return to school because nothing's in cement yet for any of these entities, and anybody trying to claim they are, no. I mean, just watch which way the wind blows, and you've got new information uh, that gives you plenty of results. Uh, some of it is, all right, these kids will come in half the days of the week and then flop, right? Here's your two days, one week, three days, the next. And then you've got Zoom calls and office hours via Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or whoever wants to slap their their logo on it and sponsor it all. Because that's really where we're going to get to some of this is to, to keep some of these programs going in, in some of these municipalities you're going to need the corporate sponsorship over the top uh without question not that there aren't already some subsidies going on in there but lavar i mean as you know you know with with what you're doing at, at the high school level it's it's fluid and you know you also have to get the buy-in from the teachers union in your area and buy-in right, from parents right, i mean the parents to help out imagine or, imagine if parents at the college level do not want their kids participating how are you going to justify saying that well your kid needs to be here and needs to play how how is that going to go when we start ha- hearing about those conversations that take place and yeah. what happens if it's yeah. a big like I was asked a question on Doug Gottlieb's show today, and it was a very interesting question. It was, if you already have your pro status pretty much solidified, would you take the risk, knowing everything that's taking place now? Would you sign a waiver if the team says, ah, you got to sign a waiver to play? And I was like, absolutely not, because that waiver would be a red flag to me. But if you told me that all the proper precautions have been taken, that you know, this is how we're going to approach it as a team and we're going to make this thing work, then at that age, I would be probably more likely to choose playing with my teammates and taking the chance with my teammate, knowing that it's an educated uh, risk that's taking place, no different than if I were to get injured on the field taking a risk. But when you start getting into protecting the liability issues, which is going to be a tremendous concern, it has to be financially speaking, 
it has to be a tremendous concern for these franchises and these college franchises that are looking at what could possibly happen. You get one of these, and God forbid, you get one of these these heavier football players, 300 pounds, close to 400 pounds, and health-wise they contract COVID and they can't breathe, and God forbid we know what the possible you know, mm-hmm. end result could be. Oh, oh, let me tell you something. It's it. There is going to be so many measured ways of looking at what takes place when these COVID tests come up positive. And like I said, I'm not certain. Don't don't quote me on this. I'm only saying it because I'm kind of certain, but I'm not mainstream certain. So, in other words. I heard it from a very credible source, a, an active coach on the college level that was sitting, you know, well, I won't go into details because I post. <laughs> I was going to say, you but, keep giving me clues. But, I'm going to start guessing right, like it's a but, game show. But the reality, I just hit the, button. The, the reality is that from what I heard, policy will be if a guy tests, if he tests positive for COVID during football season, he's out, gone, not coming back. Like, but it's see, not quarantine for 14 days and then come back to the team. That guy is out for the year is what I'm hearing. Well, so that goes back to that larger question, right, of assumption of risk, something you and I have talked a lot about on the Sunday show going on a couple of months now with this, of every time we go outside, we're assuming some sort of level of risk. Every store you go to, every takeout you know, Postmates or whomever's bringing your food. Everything's a risk. Everything. You and better wash it. Of, you, right? be- you better wash it. Right. So you're trying to lower that coefficient on that variable and do whatever you can to minimize it. Likewise, look, football in principle is a dangerous sport, right? We stipulate to that and we talk about that all the time, the health and safety of players. And now you've added another variable back into that algorithm that you have to navigate. And this one changes by the week in terms of what the statistics and what the doctors are saying for the society at large. And now we get back to football and trying to figure out how to keep people safe. If we're getting to the time where guys could make money off their likenesses and everything else, unfortunately, it's the middle of a pandemic to where even in the best scenarios, there's not a lot of money flowing, at least for the moment until you can actually guarantee that guys are on the field. And if I'm one of those top players, I know my status isn't changing. So it's going to be hard to convince me to get on the field. It's kind of like the bowl game scenario that players have had these last couple years, right? Of, all right, what's my upside here? We win the December 18th bowl we're playing in. I think the alumni base will understand. Let me go shake some hands, sign some autographs, and walk into the NFL. As a proud alum you could of, potentially here. you could potentially with the way the lack of of preparation time you could potentially hurt your your draft status think about that well that's the thing right is that you haven't had to have uh anywhere near a no, quote normal off season and we're going to ramp this up part of the grievances potentially that we talked about with the NFL players of hey we're we're perhaps going to go from 0 to 60 and the last time we did that kind of thing, injuries were up all over the place. So uh, guys trying to be careful and make sure that those protections are in place. And 
Yeah, I, I think their voices are probably being heard louder than ever before. Uh, you know, just like the NBA players uh, a few years ago with the Donald Sterling situation asserted their their place and power as they were always called partners. Well, now they tried to push the issue, and, and there they were able to bond together and, and get – Sterling out of the NBA and push forward and and we see that and now for college players we've had some push that way for the NFL perhaps feeling a little of their agency as well LeVar uh, and we'll see how that rolls through as the next conversations happen on Monday coming up next I got to pay off that quarantine tease because it's a doozy and I want you to think about it LeVar if I sent you to the bubble what are you taking with you my you get one big suitcase. I'm taking no, my chick. You can't take her right away. We know the rules. Or well, you just I, I mean, I'm not playing by the rules on no three months in a bubble. <laughs> I'm taking my chick. Survival <laughs> of the fittest, baby. <laughs> Slide over, baby. Hour starts That's with right. a bang. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, teased it before. Steve talked about the potential fine and jailing of Toronto Blue Jays players if they break quarantine, Mm -hmm. up to a three-quarter million dollar fine. Uh, and a year in jail. Now, the Quarantine Act uh, in Toronto, and I'm reading this from the Toronto City News, uh, left largely unchanged, had been brought into effect in the late 1800s. Uh, the current act went into effect in 2005. So basically, the health minister gives sweeping powers to stop the spread of communicable diseases either into or out of Canada. So that's where you get the 14-day quarantines and some Can of those. Can go to jail. Yeah. So the biggest thing here is the maximum as you go through and you read through the different processes, up to three years in prison and up to a million-dollar fine. Gee. So thinking aloud, if you were to say try to enact such a measure here with numbers surging across this United States, can you only imagine the reaction as that started to flow through? No. You don't even want to. Well, I, we, I, I we had the to. curfews not too long ago. And that is true. You know, we were dealing with that. So, But those those harsher penalties connected to trying to, you know, clean things up, I don't know how that would go. Right, trying to instill the framework of order and also a forced idea of understanding and caring for your fellow man. It's kind of interesting, right? Uh, Interesting Interesting times. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, So they said uh, back in June 8th and uh, Monday of this past week, 396 NHLers that were tested, uh, they had 23 so about 6% positivity. So uh, as we get going forward, Gary Bettman gave us the first uh, positive steps towards a framework of a playoffs. They went silent for a while. Now they come back and say they've got some more direction and an extension of four years to their CBA. So some wins to be had there. I'll take those. I'll take the low test 
uh, results, the low positive tests, about 1.8% from the latest round in Major League Baseball. I'm trying to get some momentum here, LeVar, okay. going into the weekend of finding some wins I could uh, dig as it. we roll through. Yeah, I could dig it. Right, and in college football, uh, all good thoughts to Larry Scott because he announced that he tested positive for COVID-19. At the beginning of the day, well, he was kind of a punching bag and a laughing stock because we'd watched the Ivy League, we watched the Big Ten, we've seen statements from most of the conference commissioners, and all along it's been uh, the idea that the Pac-12 would just follow the herd and that's exactly what happened. Uh, yesterday, it became official, something we'd heard about last week, the Big Ten leaning towards a conference-only proposal. And, well, that's what we got. And now the Pac-12 says, hey, you know what? That sounds good. Let's get on board that. Now, for the Big Ten, as you and I, you know, proud members there, Northwestern, and obviously you're a bigger deal at Penn State. Oh, uh, not I'm, really. I'm, I'm just a guy, buddy. Oh, uh, come on. But I keep the line moving. There's no question about okay. it. And nobody wore purple face paint better than this guy. All right. Not even Eric Stone Street when he stole my job and became the purple guy for a series of Northwestern ads. That's right, Stone Street. You're a Kansas State guy. Anyway. Hmm. Um, okay. <sighs> yeah, go ahead. Exhale. Breathe it on out. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Exhale it's there. all yeah. right. Yeah. But the idea now that I, I wanted the NCAA, I wanted some guidance. I was hoping for some guidance. But, you know, that's wishing and hoping, and we know what that normally gets us, right? Mm. Uh, and we know with the NCAA saying that they handle things ham-handedly oftentimes would be a very kind way to describe the decision-making process uh, before the other shoe drops. So they issued a statement yesterday saying, hey, good luck. Uh, we'll guide and help as we can, but uh, good luck with that, more or less, uh, as I paraphrase. And now we look at, from the conference perspective, it's like, look, you're all informed by the same schedule. You can have one set of rules that everybody has to conform to. You don't have to go have negotiations. You know, we were talking about uh, some of our favorite football movies ever. This isn't a, hey, let's get in the room and do a series of coin flips Mm -hmm. to decide who has home field advantage or any of that stuff. Nope. This is it. You guys, uh, this is how we're going to work the season. And then the, all the other conferences can do the same. And hopefully we play long enough that we can still get to our playoff decisions and have ourselves a nice bowl season and everybody gets their piles of money and we move on. But putting it in the hands of the commissioners uh, seems to uh, avoid some of the messiness that college football 2020 could have had. Uh, we have no idea how messy messy is going to be for college football 2020. All on a theory of relativity, I guess, because you still have to go back to the cancellations of games and the payouts that usually go with those, right? Three quarters of a million dollars here, a million there, which while it's not the budget of an Ohio State for some of the smaller schools that play in the non-conference part of the campaign, uh, that helps fill out an awful lot of budget for assistant coaches and administrative duties. So uh, uh, I'm, I, I'm not saying there isn't without casualties. I'm, hear, I'm hearing 20% uh, budget cuts is, is what I'm hearing being reported. Um, I don't know how true that is, but I'm, I'm seeing it in different reports that, that universities are doing 20% budget cuts um, with athletic. Now here's my thing again, 
in terms of what the carnage of this is all going to be so far with 2020, it is what it is. Um, because I think people still look at it from a glass half full um, with what's in front of us right now. But with that being said, no one has any idea what direction this is going to go in. This could go on, go off without a hitch and things, things happen um, to make it through. Or worst case scenario, which is more likely to happen, is it's gonna it's gonna spread and it's gonna spread in a way where it, it makes it almost impossible to have the season and of course that's worst case scenario but if I were US fans I would prepare myself for the worst and hope for the best is what I no, would No and do. that's generally in in theory what you do while you don't you know dwell on the negativity uh it's part of that preparation for what you do right savings for a rainy day and backup plans plan c and all of those insurances that you buy and everything else yeah i I, i'm trying to stick with the positivity as we get closer because i just need them to get to the facilities right with baseball the testing results get me excited the fact that the nba teams have arrived in the bubble and now it's a matter of all right hold each other accountable and let's be smart about this, and maybe we can push through, right? Because in theory, you got into the bubble without having it. Mm-hmm. Now, you may have access to the park at night, and maybe you go on one or too many uh, roller coasters, and maybe you throw up or whatever, but, you know, binge and purge. Get back on the horse and, and, and go back to the bubble and, and uh, rest your tummy and get ready for work. Uh, but in theory, again, all theoretical, that you got there without it, so it shouldn't necessarily enter the fray, but that's easier said than done. Uh, a lot of variables and a lot of twists and turns, no doubt, but trying to find some, some momentum, not without recognizing the grave reality in some of this and really what the effects of what it's had uh, across households across the nation. I think everybody's just looking to get back to a little bit of ball. I've been watching the tournament from that bubble in Ohio, and I've been up early watching the MLS like a nerd at 6 a.m., LeVar. Mm. And because there's not pumping in crowd noise, they get to yell at each other, and I get to hear it. It's cool. Sounds amazing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, slide over baby hour. Mike Harmon alongside LeVar Arrington, Jason Smith, back on Monday enjoying himself a little bit of a long weekend as we roll forward and count down the days to baseball and the NBA returning and some semblance of a concise message as to the status of college and pro football. Uh, That's all hopeful. But, you know, LeVar, before you and I get back at it on Sunday morning here on Fox Sports Radio, 6 a.m. Pacific time, uh, you can take us with you wherever you go on the iHeartRadio app. We will have our first card from Fight Island. Mm. After all the buildup, the UFC 251 card will take place. The Flash Forum on Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. And as we joked about for months, we'd have the whole Dana White as John Hammond welcome everybody to Fight Island as if it was Jurassic Park. And guess what? Someone did that video. Mm. And I can't stop watching it on a loop. 
Mm. It has that jib-jab effect, you know, the thing where you could put your face on, like, greeting cards and they yes. sing and everything. Yep. That site. Yeah, and not to give them a promotion or anything. Uh, but, you know, just from that kind of thing. So, Or maybe even a Terrence and Philip. Uh, from South Park, if you need to go that way mm-hmm. for the crude animation of it all. Uh, but Usman and Masvidal, Volkanovski and Holloway, got a pretty good card going up, but more live sporting events. And even though we, we haven't celebrated the return of all our U.S. team sports bit by bit, got the Women's League playing in Utah. We've got MLS down at Walt Disney World. Uh, I can take some positivity uh, from that while juxtaposing that with the J.R. Smith comments about what he thinks of what's going on in the bubble thus far, uh, making fun <laughs> of the food, making fun. Look, he went to town. And this is where, I guess, if you're a veteran going, look, they brought me back. I'm already, uh, you know, in bonus time. I uh, talked about the food, showed the menu, look how short the blankets are, all these things. And then finally, oh, man, they're mad at me. Mm-hmm. So I just got the text. I was exposing too much blank. Uh, my bad. <laughs> In other words, they sold the uh, documentary rights to somebody else is really all I take from that, LeVar. Just just, uh, just don't go beyond saying you're dis- dismayed with uh, food and accommodations. Just Let's just stay there. Well, that's just it, let's right? Just, uh, like, yeah, even that, like, like, Mike, that's playing it safe today. <laughs> like, I can accept... Oh, he's they're mad at him for exposing bad food or or it food in plastic bags or you know, the short blankets. You know what? Absolutely, JR. You you know what? You got every bit of that. You are okay. You are all good. Because if that's what I'm going to have beef with him about today, right now, I'm okay with those though. I'm okay with those topics. You know, yeah, we're he's, not. He's not complaining that he's finding anything uh, actually wrong. It's just he's not getting the five star lifestyle you know, as an NBA. You're not following me. You're not following me right now, though. Oh no, no, no! I look, man. I can only I can only take that so far. I know exactly yeah. what hey, you're saying. Hey, at least we're not bringing up. You know, we. You know, Deshaun just had to go meet with a a a, a, a survivor of the Holocaust. Like, think about this. No, you know. It's, no, on the grand scale, very uh, innocuous things, right? Because you could go one of two ways. You can either go deep world, right? I'm alone with my thoughts. Yes. And here's what I think about all this. Man. Or you could be waxing nostalgically of maybe the last in- social encounter he had. Uh, I'm with just a glad of the he's sex. talking about short blankets. Like, you know what? God bless. I hope they find you a blanket long enough for your tall tail. Yeah, I mean, right now it's like this is the the kids' stuff, right? The you laugh. I I thought it was funny that the NBA felt com- compelled to put out a statement going, "I promise the food's going to get better." Yeah. What yeah, else is going to get that's better? That's what you need to worry about. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, strange times, strange bedfellows, as it were. You're and not I'm strange. Sure Our listeners aren't strange. Well, more deep thoughts from the bubble, I'm sure, are coming, buddy. Yeah, they are. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.